Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Isaac Alisma, and this is That Friend. The That Friend podcast, if this is your first time that you've been here, touches on a whole bunch of different subjects, relationships, taboo things, things between genders that people don't really talk about. That Friend, it has a name because everybody has that friend who just hits them with the truth, hits them with the reality check. That friend that you only go to when you want somebody to keep it real. You don't want any of the fluff. You don't, you know, am I doing this right? Is this the right thing? Am I hearing this right? Blah, 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 blah. And then you go to that friend where you're like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna get a heavy dose of reality. That's what this podcast is all about. Thank you for uh, tuning in. If you've already tuned in before, you already know what it is. You already know what to expect. If this is your first time, uh, I will say the content is explicit. So if you are in front of the kids or you have anybody who is under the age of 13, now is the time to uh, tell them to vacate the room or for you to, I don't know, go in your closet or the toilet or what have you, man cave, woman cave, etc. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to do that because there will be cursing. There will be some sexual innuendo, blah, 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 just uh, adult stuff. I say PG-13 because I don't think it's rated R stuff. And from some of the PG-13 um, movies and or shows that I've seen and stuff they're talking about, this is pretty tame. I don't, I'm not trying to get graphic or anything like that. This ain't, this ain't Pornhub. Shout out to Pornhub, by the way, out here, really alleviating a lot of people's pressure. But that's a whole different story, whole different podcast. But anyway, we're going to get right into it today. I hope everybody's doing good. If you're not doing good, strap in. Uh, it's going to be a nice little fun little topic today. Uh, yeah, so it should be fun. Today's topic is... Had to give you a little pause just for, you know, hype it up a little bit. So today's topic is, are black men under the most pressure when it comes to sex by any race or gender? Without beating around the bush, yes. The answer is yes. The answer is hell yes, hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. Now, a lot of people when they're listening to the topic, they're like, I don't know. If you're thinking about it, just wait. We'll, 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 get, you, we'll get you settled. Um, for those who really know or can really put that into application, yeah, it's 100% yes. Black men have so much pressure when it comes to sex. We're talking about a lot of different reasons and we are going to get into all of those reasons. But yeah, the answer is yes. I'm not even going to, you know, try to go around and say uh, and do all this. No, 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 no. I'm just going to say it really quick. It's it's a hell yes. It is an absolute hell yes. And I said I say that for a number of reasons, going to give you some stats. Um, but one of the main reasons is size. I mean, we all know this. Like, we're, we're thinking about that. It's, it's size. But we're going to get into size, performance, masculinity, comparison, you know, word of mouth, uh, you know, the perpetuation by the media, all kinds of things. But, I mean, just walk with me for a second. And for those who are like, where are you? I, I, I mean, figuratively, walk with me, idiot. Don't literally walk with me. I'm not walking right now. But anyway, back on. When you think about the apex masculine being, who do you think about? Think about a black man. When it comes to the most rough, most masculine, if you are thinking of your prototype, your stereotype of masculinity, it is a black man. Now, you can... Let the gears run through your mind a little bit and start thinking about different races, the men in different races, so on and so forth. But when you think about the apex, and by apex, I mean the very top, the top tier of a masculine man, you think of a black man. You don't think of an Asian man. You don't think of a Hispanic man. You don't think of a Caucasian man, Indian man, whatever. No. You think of a black man. Now, with that, with that stereotype, with that title comes expectations and in those expectations you have to meet them or they're going to question that title so if you're mythically the king you have to fight your battles and fight your wars to keep that title to be a king to be at the top 
And then also let me hit you with this. Who is the most desired sexual partner by gender and by race? I'll give you a second to think about it. Had enough time? I'm pretty sure you thought of a couple different things. I'm pretty sure you might have thought of an Asian woman. Pretty sure you thought of maybe uh, a Latin woman because she might be passionate or a man because he might be passionate. But your mind came back around to a black man. It did. You know it did. A black man is the most desired sexual partner by gender and by race. More people, more women want to sleep with a black man than they want to sleep with any other man, whether it's by experimentation, by desire, by the rumors that they've heard, by getting it off their little bucket list. A black man is the top. You do not hear. And hey, for some of those who are out here who are listening to this, especially the guys, not the women. If you are not black, you are going to have your feelings hurt a lot. So don't be in your feelings today. It's not an intentional thing. It's just what it is. It's the reality of the situation. You probably were already jealous or you were already self-conscious about it. This ain't the podcast for you then today. You might want to skip this episode if you're super sensitive about that because it's it's not going to make you look good or, or feel good. But then you weren't thinking about an Asian man. You weren't thinking about a Latin man, you might have been thinking about a Latin man might have come across your mind as far as a uh, passion standpoint, but not a white man. Not an Indian man. As far as if you're looking at women, probably an Asian woman probably would have been top. You know, on some fetish stuff. But the desirability factor high is in black men. It is. It's the highest through all the races. You see it. No other, no other gender and or race, no gender and race gets more from different genders and races than a black man does. Truly think about it. Truly think about it. Who do you see as far as dating, having sex and mixing more than black men with other races? With all of the women, if you ask a uh, gay individual who they want to sleep with the most, is a black man. Ask your gay friend. If you're gay, you know this. Check. You're nodding your head right now. If you are not gay, ask a gay friend. Now, mind you, for anybody who's questioning anything that I'm saying right now, it's very different if you are racist or uh you know, you just have those racist connotations just deep in you. But even if, even if you are racist, there is still that twinkle that you are inclined to want it and you are suppressing that heat, that horniness, that desire for the black man. But anyway, I digress. We're going to keep moving. But yeah, the expectation and the pressure is the hardest for us just because of that. And this, for those who don't really know historically what goes on or what has gone on in the United States, let's take you down. I don't know if I'd say memory lane. Let's just open up a virtual uh, figurative uh, history book. When it came to slavery, when it came to having slaves, Black men were in the field working day in and day out, getting muscular, getting nice little tanned up. They're not tanned because they're black, but getting real melanated. And in that, their muscles were popping. They're getting strong. And then they started to get desired by the white women who were on those plantations, who were in those houses, who saw these men every single day. Saw how much work they were doing, how strong they were, how, you know, as fucked up as it was. And slavery is about as fucked up as anything you could do as far as to a person. They knew how fucked up it was. And in their mind, it was one of those things where I was like, man, they're going through so much. They're so strong to be able to deal with this day in and day out. And so bodies were being sculpted 
glistening the sun, you know, just like some Baywatch shit, not, you know, not the same, because, you know, they weren't running on the beach, they were running on a plantation, enslaved, but they, they were feeling that sort of, you know, that eye form, and a lot of them would sleep with the slaves, they would sleep with the black men, they would hit on the black men, sleep with the black men, flirt with the black men, and what they would do, because they just couldn't, they couldn't help themselves. Their white husband wasn't doing it for them. Uh, and then this chocolate melanated brother just was doing everything for them as far as making them horny. And then what they would do is they would, if their husband caught them or somebody else caught them in the act or knew what they were doing. Instead of saying, I was just really attracted to him. I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. First off, the white man would get pissed, pissed. Instead of just coming to the terms of, you know, I'm sorry I made a mistake. What they would do is, one, they would deny consent. Let me say that again. They would deny consent and make it seem as if this black man raped them. So then this black man would be hanged, would be punished, would be sent away. All, I mean, just some of the most heinous crimes were done to them because this woman could not control herself. And then when she got caught, she would deny that it was consent and that, uh, uh, you know, he just overpowered her. And that was the first one. The second one was the husband would find out, know that it was consent or whoever it was who found out, know that it was consent and say, this is going to embarrass us. That you are sleeping with, you know, these animals, these slaves, and that, you know, they looked at us as inhuman. Even though deep down inside, they just, the jealousy and hate for them, they knew, they knew that they had to keep black men down because if not, they would be desired. They would be competition. And the best way to blow competition is to bend the rules and to make sure that it's hard as fuck for them to do anything. So the second thing they would do, they would just, they would know that the consent was there, but that it would be, you know, it wouldn't make them look good in the city, in the town that, you know, Bob's wife is sleeping with the town slave. And then the third thing that would happen is that they, the woman would get pregnant. And even if they could keep that a secret, for eight, nine months, whatever, once that baby comes, now they're looking like, um, what is going on? Why is this baby half black? So then now they're looking at, okay, so who's the closest to do this? And then, so that's a big situation. Now the guy, he's being charged for rape. Now I know that's a heinous way to start. But that's true. I got to give you the facts on that. And for those who don't know that, look that information up. I'm not going to spend that much time on it. Just wanted to kind of give you an introduction on where we're going with this. So then we have integration. So now with integration now, because black men had always been that forbidden fruit. And that's why I was trying to start with that point. Black men had always been that forbidden fruit. So they were the forbidden fruit. So then once integration started, you still had those who were very racist, those who said the most heinous things about black people, done the most heinous things to black people, but they still were attracted to black people, still attracted to black men. But, you know, their family wouldn't want them to do it or, you know, they didn't know if it was cool or not. Just miseducated hate and misplaced hate and jealousy and all that. So because that was going on, the forbidden fruit just kept building and building and building. And like a like a little kid, when you tell them they can't have something, they want it even more. I, I, it, as people in general, when you say you can't have something, you want it a little more. And that was what a black man and what a black man does, did and does represent to this day. Because the black man's name has been smeared so terribly throughout history and throughout the world that the black man is forbidden fruit. The amount of racism that a black man f feels, goes through, has been put upon him, thrust upon him, to this day is very, very evident in many different countries. 
many different countries. So for those who decide to go out of the box and date the black man, sleep with the black man, fantasize about the black man, they know that's forbidden fruit. And a lot of them would be ostracized from their families, from their group of friends, from their churches, etc. So once we started having integration, now that forbidden fruit started started to drop a little bit closer to within reach. Now that forbidden fruit was not so much forbidden. So then once integration started, more and more interracial couples started to begin. So then that started to lessen some of the lies and stereotypes about black men and why you can't and shouldn't be with them. So then now, with more time, with more education, the forbidden fruit isn't so much forbidden, but now it's desired. Now you're starting to hear about the interactions while being with the black men, while having sex with the black men. Even in the times during slavery, black men would be stereotypically much larger penis size than their counterparts, the white man. And it would almost be like they would have shows with it. I mean, if you really look up the history of some of the stuff that was done to slaves, it would make you throw up. It would make you cry. It would make you throw up. Like the most inhumane things that these people would just do to black men. They would rank black men, the slaves, by their penis size. They would compare them to animals because of their penis sizes, because horses have big penises. So they would rank them. They would rank and file them. They would have parties. They would have get togethers and they would have them line up and rank them. They would have the women sexualize them. Embarrass them. Strip them down naked tie them up and have the woman walk by, grab, play, throw around, hit, whatever they wanted to do. Even the men would do that. As homoerotic as that is, they thought it was normal. So then we get into the sexualization. That's where the sexualization really started. So then now we're moving forward in sooner times. You have the forbidden fruit and the sexualization in the history of the black men. So when it comes to sex, now you have that. Now you're hearing of this group, this group that's supposed to be so strong and supposed to be physically daunting. And the forbidden fruit, forbidden fruit. That is a combination of curiosity. Now you want to see if everything that you've been hearing is true. So this is decade upon decade upon decade of reputation with that combination. So now, now the pressure seems to be a little bit on. Now, I'm not saying everybody feels this pressure, but you got to think about it. That's, that's a lot. Now is the myth true? Are you as big as a horse? Is being with a black man just the most amazing sexual experience of your life? Can you go for two hours? You know, these inhuman, because remember, in those days with slavery, they tried to make black people and black men seem as much and as far away from being human as possible. So even when giving a compliment, they would try to dehumanize. Oh, he has a, a dick like a horse. It's not human. He's not He's not like a regular man. Ours... Our little Johnsons, our average Johnsons, are that's how a human's, a normal guy should be. His, his is too big. It's like an animal. That's why he can go for hours. That's why he's so strong. And like I said, this, this might be a revelation to some people. A lot of people who are listening to this right now know this. Some are like, whoa, this is intense. This is a history lesson I know I didn't get. Hey, we're going to get to the other parts. But this is a very important part to set you up to understand the history. And this is historical data. This is fact. If you want to look it up, this is not just an opinion. 
This is a factual thing. The things that were done to black men, the stories, the situations, it's heinous. And that is the buildup to current society. And with the interracial couples, that's why you're seeing a lot of it and through so many things. But let me let me set myself up a little bit before I, I get too into the specifics. Black men do feel a lot of the pressure, the most pressure when it comes to sex by any race, by any gender. And the reason why that is because they have to worry about their size. The myth of the size, the myth of the performance, the myth of the masculinity, the myth of the comparison, the word of mouth and the media. As a black man, when people hear of a BBC, which is a big black cock, that's what, like, think about it. Who else has that acronym? Nobody. Big black cock. That's the acronym. So now already you are from when you are a child going into being an adult, you have, I wouldn't even say stigma. You have this expectation to either have or expected to have in the future a big black cock dick. For those who don't know what cock is, for any bilingual speakers who are learning English for the first time. So now you have that expectation. So that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough to just have that thrust upon you. You didn't do anything. And we're going to get specifics on some things. So for that size specifically... Remember, black men apex when it comes to sex, especially the size. That's one of the things that a BBC, that's one of those things that are being looked at. But I bet a lot of y'all don't know what is the average size penis in the world for a man in general. I mean, I can go for the one in U.S. or the world, but for men, what is the average size penis? I'm going to give you a couple seconds to take some stabs at it, take some guesses. Okay, gave you enough time. Drum roll, please. The average size penis of a male is 5.2 inches. Let me repeat that. 5.2. That is a fact. That is statistics. That is from being measured. That is from data. That is not hyperbole. That is not my opinion. That is facts. I looked into a lot of research to find this uh, for anybody who's like, hey, you're gay because you're just looking at penis. You know what? You're immature. Fuck you. All right. I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. And yes, I did have to put in a lot of penis searches and studies and stuff like that to find this. But you know what? Fuck you. That's neither here nor there. But anyway. 5.2 inches. And I bet a lot of you are like, wait, 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 what? That's way too small. So. If you are within range of a ruler, I'm going to give you a few seconds to, number one, find the ruler, locate it. And if you don't have a ruler because it's 2021 and there's just no reason for you to have a ruler, on your phone, there is a ruler. If you go into your apps, there is a rule. I mean, at least for most Androids, I don't know if you have an iPhone, if they do have that, but there should be a ruler on your phone. You can go into the apps and it'll show you. Most phones nowadays are about five to six inches. So take out the ruler, go to the ruler app, look it up so you can see what this is. But 5.2 inches is the average. And by average, by this is supposed to be this data is not, you know, just for white men, Asian. No, nope, no, nope, this is everywhere. 5.2 inches. 90% of men have penises between 4 inches and 6 inches. Let me repeat that for the people in the back. 90% of men have penises between 4 inches and 6 inches. Yeah, I know. So, that is the average dude. That includes, remember, this is everybody. So, that includes black dudes too. Now, when you are hearing about a black man, you don't think about average when it comes to size. 
So now, let's say you are average. Now it's a whole different ballgame for you. Now, you're below average, even though you're in the average. So if you have a 5.2 inch dick, and you go into a situation with a woman, and this isn't just for outside of the black community, this is inside, um, from black women, from other women. The stereotype and the myth is throughout the world. So there is no escaping. So whoever you date and or have sex with, man or woman, is expecting you to be above the average. So if you are in the average, now they are disappointed. And when they are disappointed, oh, it shows. And that's going to fuck with you because now you just can't be. You, you can't be a part of the average. Now you have to be you have to be greater than average, even though 90% of men are average. That sort of weight and expectation is something no other man has to hold. Hispanic men don't. White men don't. Asian men don't. Indian men don't. Etc. None of them are, oh, well, we expect them to have an eight-inch dick. No, you don't. You expect them to be average. So when they roll up there with an average dick, it's just whatever. But for black men, we have to have an above-average dick. So think about how fucked up that is to be walking around with an average dick as a black man. I mean, imagine if you're, because, you know, the myths are, you know, this tall, six foot three, 200 pound black dude, muscles and everything, big hands, big feet. Women, men too, are salivating that this dude's going to be huge, 10 inches, nine inches, whatever. But what if he's just average? You know how, how tough that is for him? He's just an average guy. Falls in the 90%. And he's just average. And now it's even worse because you have this picture of him. You have him in a box of, oh, he needs to be above average, which isn't fair. It really isn't. Because you don't do that for any other man. It's supposed to come with the territory, but we didn't sign up for that shit. <laughs> we were just born. So how do you reconcile? You really don't. It, so that's that's pretty tough just on the size thing. That expectation. And remember, that's 90%. 90%. Do you know what's considered large? Seven and above. Seven inches and above are considered large. So from seven inches to eight inches is considered large to pretty large. You want to know how many men have seven to eight inches? It's pretty low. 0.07%. So not even one. I mean, it's, it's pretty low. It's pretty, 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 pretty low. I mean, when you really, really, really think about it. And they've done different studies, different tests. You know, the number will vary a little bit, but it's pretty low. It's not, it's not one of those things that are high at all. So you got to think about it. 0.07. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back. That was for a different stat. So that was for the next uh, next size up. The number is actually two percent, two percent, two and a quarter percent have between seven and eight inches, which is considered large. Large to very large. I don't even know about very, but large to large, large, seven to eight, two and a quarter percent. Now, the stat that I was giving before, the 0.07, is 
for those guys who are nine and above, nine inches and above. And for the stat for guys who are above nine inches, that is 0.1%. So that is one out of every thousand men have a dick that is larger than nine inches. 0.7% that have seven to eight inches. Or no, that have a nine inch. And two and a quarter that have seven to eight inches. So look at those stats. Look at those stats. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying that all of the black men fall into this category. The majority, I don't know. I'm not going around, you know, dick testing and, you know, looking around and shit like that. I'm just going off the data. But you got to imagine for the guys who are not in that group and who are in the average group, how much it affects their confidence because they have to live up to this expectation just on their size. This is just the size. We haven't even gotten into the other stuff. Just the size. When you listen to a music video, anything like that, what do you hear? The guy has to be packing. 10 inch, 9 inch. And Saweetie, she has a song, um, My Type. Pretty sure you've heard it. This is the lowest I've ever heard from any hip-hop musician as far as the size number, which was very surprising. She said 8-inch. And I, I swear to you, look up any sort of hip-hop that references dick size. I don't know if you're going to find many that are Eight inches or below. It's always nine and up. Nine and up. So as impressionable as society is, if it's getting peddled and pushed around that the black men are supposed to have these nine inch, ten inch, huge, blah, 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 blah. And the base is eight. That's a lot. And no other race has to worry about that. So the pressure of just living up to that before you even put it in is a lot when the reveal happens. So that's tough. That is pretty tough. You have to think about it. Now let's talk about the performance. Once you go black, you never go back. Once you go black, you'll end up in a wheelchair. I want you to fuck me like a black guy. I mean, these are funny, very funny. But at the same time, if you push that and push that and push that for decades and decades in this conversation, this conversation, this conversation, now that's expected. So now when you're having sex for the first time, inside and out of your race, you are expected to be this porn star type performer. You can't just go and have an off night. You can't just go and, you know, just go through the motions. Because if you do, what kind of black guy are you? I was expecting this. I thought black dudes were supposed to be great in bed, like the best in bed, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, damn. Now there's pressure when I'm supposed to be worrying about a pleasurable experience. And y'all know it's true. Y'all know y'all got a girlfriend. Or a guy friend, whatever. You got any kind of friend who's, whenever they hook up with a black dude, how was it, girl? They're waiting. They are expecting it to be the rumor, the stereotype. And if it is not, oh, he one of them black dudes. Oh, I thought what they said was true. Oh, I can't believe... This the first black dude I done messed with and it wasn't even nothing like. It's like, damn. All that? I mean, geez. So now going into sex, black men are especially outside of their race. It's already inside of our, I mean, with black women, that's. That expectation, the, the height of that expectation is so high. And then you go outside of your race. This is the first encounter. The thing with black women, black women are majority 
with black men. So they are in the pool of what they are. So theirs is a their situation and their vantage point is a little bit different. But for women who have not been with black men who aren't in that circle of only black men. Now their expectation is really high because they want to see what it is that they have heard so much about through movies, through music. You know, they learn how to twerk and all that. And they're like, man, these black women are built like this. They must be built to take these massive porno performing dicks. So now that pressure is on. It is really on. I used to mess with this girl and by mess with, we used to talk air quotes. Um, and I will never, I, I will never forget. First off, she was one of those who only, only dated black men. Oh, that's the sexualization. She used to sexualize the hell out of black men, but only date black men. First off, I don't trust a lot of women who are outside of their rate, outside of black, who aren't black, who only date black men. Because I feel like it's some sort of sexual fetish. I, I truly do. Uh, I, the fact that you only do that. Like I can understand if it was a personality thing and whatnot. Um, or maybe like the skin color. But nine times out of ten in my eyes, it's a sexual fetish. Anyways. She was one of those people. Just anything black, she loved. Super sexual. Hyper. Not even super. Hyper sexual. On the second date with this girl, she says, we're at like a club. We're at a club. We were outside for a little bit. Had a couple drinks, just hanging out, talking. And she says, she says this. Because we had had prior conversations and she had talked about, you know, her exes packing, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, her expectations, this and this and this. She was very upfront about expectations. And she tells me, she says, because uh, before she told me how, you know, her, her exes were in such the law. They were basically like the 1%. They were the top, <laughs> the top dick earners, basically. They were that type. Um, so I was like, okay, this is good for them. But, you know, so I was like, I don't know if she's trying to scare me off. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I remember, I'll never forget, she says, if a guy's, I consider seven and a half to eight inches small. Now, <laughs> now, mind you, this is, to me, it kind of threw me back. Because in my life, in my life, being around black women, being around different type of women, being with I have never in my life heard any woman, any woman say that seven and a half to eight inches is small. So when she said that, I was in my mind, I'm like, hold on, wait a, wait a minute. Seven and a half to eight inches is small. Number one, in my mind, I'm like, what kind of vagina do you have that that is small? That's number one. Number two, I'm like, what type of brothers are y'all messing with that you've gone all your life where that bare minimum was that? Um, and then number three, I'm like, what kind of crap is this to throw on a second date? It's like, okay. It, 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 it threw me back. I'm not going to lie. I, I just had never, you know, especially when that is considered that her small, which on paper, statistically, is considered large. I mean, but this is the type of stuff that black men have to deal with as far as that pressure. So, yeah, that was that was really funny to me. I, I, I just thought that was hilarious when she said that, because I was like, wait, well, I, I, I think I tweeted about it like when she went to the bathroom because it just it really threw me off. Like seven and a half to eight inches is small. It, excuse me. Like. Come on now, what are you birthing linebackers that you need that sort of... But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But I digress. So, so not only is size expected from black men, performance is expected from black men. This experience of just sexual jubilation and just vagina-numbing pleasure is expected from black men. 
supposed to be super masculine. That's that's a lot of pressure to have all of those things to go into an experience. Every single one of those things. You can't be below those things. If you are below those things, you are not considered the black dude, the black man, the type. Like if she's going to go outside her race, she wants the type. She doesn't want, you know, she doesn't want Gary with the great 401k who's making 100k a year who dresses to the nines at some tech company. No, she doesn't want that. She wants that rough, you know, Tremonte dick from the hood. Doesn't have a job or can keep a job, sell some drugs, but his dick is potent. His dick is potent. He he's got these hood rats screaming from, you know, one block to another. That's the dick that she wanted. And the fact that she didn't get it from you. Uh, well, I guess you're one of those type of black men. Guess I didn't choose right. And I don't think a lot of black men talk about this. I really don't. And that's why I'll talk about it for you. But it's a lot of pressure. It is. Even if they're not thinking about it specifically, that it comes across their mind. Like, this is a lot of pressure to satisfy, to live up to this moniker. Because first off, everybody ain't in the 10%. It's 90% for a reason. So if you're not in the 90% or if you're not in the 10%, now you're like, man, you're already starting behind the curve. And then even if you are in the 10%, now you got to perform. Now the cameras are on porn star. Show me what you got. Show me the mangle. Show me what that dick bout. It's, a, it's, a, it's unfair because no other man has to deal with that. Any other, think about it, any other race, if they have sex, their expectation is so low, so low. The only one who kind of comes second is a Latin man. And all they got to do is be passionate. So they could have a small dick and just be passionate and that they've met their expectation. They can have an average dick and just be passionate. They've met their expectation. I mean, that fucking sucks. Super unfair. Super unfair. And then you have the jealousy, which I'm going to put this in another podcast. This is a future episode. You have the jealousy from those men who have heard this myth building up and who have seen their women go to black men. And then further the stories and further the, man, this is why I only mess with black dudes. This is, And now they're jealous as hell. They are hating on black dudes. Because now they have penis envy. And again, this is going to be a future episode. But that penis envy is fucking real. It is. Non-black men are very emasculated by black men. And they are very jealous. Because they do not get the same clout that black men get sexually. And they don't like it. Because when you are a man, you are supposed to be, you know, the king of the jungle. So the fact that black men, as much as their name has been tarnished and ran through the mud, the fact that they are king of the jungle and what makes you a fucking man of all things is something that boils their skin. And if you are a non-black man who is listening to this right now, you know it's true. Even if you're packing, you know it's true. That penis envy is there. You can have the same size dick as a black man. And you are still envious because you might not be performing like him. No one's putting your name through the rafters. No one's putting the word of mouth about you the way that they are the black man. And for that, oh, you're jealous. And black men aren't supposed to be jealous. That's supposed to be a woman thing. Air quotes. Just, just throwing that out there. That's that toxic masculinity. That's that masculine. Ugh. That's my piece of meat, sort of Neanderthal, sort of barbaric fighting thing that men do. That's what that is. And that jealousy is real. It really is. And in that jealousy, it builds even more. So now you have the buildup through, build through centuries, the buildup through decades from the women, and then now you also have it from the men. 
So now every black man is walking into that situation with that expectation, with that pressure. So how how is that dealt? I mean, think about it. Who, like I said, the second most, and I wouldn't say most, the next person on that list would be a Latin man. The least amount of pressure, the least, is an Asian man. Stereotypically, they have the least amount that they need to do to be able to like be talked about good. Truly, they truly do. The stereotype on Asian men, the myths about Asian men are they have small penises. That's a tough, excuse me, had to burp, had some mangoes earlier. That, that's a tough stereotype to, to jump over. Statistically, the numbers are not in their favor. When it comes to penis size ranking, majority of the countries on the bottom of the list are Asian. Now, I'm not saying all Asians have small penises. I'm not. I'm just saying statistically, they are smaller. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of average ones, a lot of medium ones, might be some big ones. And to be an Asian man, you got to think about it. To be an Asian man with a big dick, you are on top of the world because your expectation is so low, so low. And most likely the people you're around, your environment is most likely going to be Asian women who have only dealt with Asian men, probably who have small or tiny penises or average to below average. So you coming in, you are just like this. You're this porn star in that community. And not only that, you're a porn star in that community. If you are packing, you could go to other communities and be this dang, this Asian dude is packed, this unicorn. So for that, whoever those Asian men are sitting in that seat, hey, you know, you got to thank your lucky stars. You got to thank your lucky stars because you are, you're, you're, you're a rarity and you know you'll get some attention. But back, back to the subject. Are black men under the most pressure when it comes to sex? Hell yeah. I just listed everything for you. I gave you, get, if you don't have a ruler in front of you, when I told you to get a ruler, if you don't have it in front of you and you couldn't get it on the app, you could actually go to the app store. And I know this is a lot to do to, you know, get a measurement, but go to just the app store, the, uh, the Apple store and just download a ruler. It's, it's not going to mess your phone up or anything like that. And it'll show you on your phone, like how much inches are. And I want you to see what five inches is. See what five inches, see what 5.2 inches. Most of your phones are about six inches, six and a half inches. So just see what it's like. If you need a piece of paper, draw it on a piece of paper and then extend that to seven extend that to eight, extend that to nine, and extend that up. And just put the percentages by it. Just do it as a little experiment. You're probably not doing shit. If you're on the road or something like that, well, okay, just put a reminder on your phone. Ask Google to do that. But, you know, why not? It'll be fun. Just so you can see. So put, put those lines and, you know, just put like a little circle to the other side and then see where the men that you have been with rank in those percentages. So then you will know what your expectation, and I haven't even talked about girth. I haven't even talked about girth. Girth is a little bit harder to, because uh, the numbers, people can't really see the number on girth. And for anyone who doesn't know what girth is, girth is circumference. It's how wide it is. It's how thick it is. Girth is kind of hard to... Uh, to quantify on a number as far as a look. You just know it's either really girthy, really big, or it's not, or it's in the middle. That's really, so I don't even want to give you those numbers because if I give you the number and couple of those numbers, it's a little too much. I don't want you doing science projects trying to like really, you know, size-wise dicks like randomly on your days off. So let's, let's just keep this simple homework. But yeah, I didn't even talk about girth. Black men aren't expected to just be long. They're expected to be big. And by big, I mean girthy. So you're expected to have the size lengthwise and the size girthwise. Double expectations. Double. 
while other men are not expected to have any of this stuff. At all. Now I'm not saying, oh my God, this is so tough. It's uh, we're with all this pressure on us, and we this isn't fair. Uh, no, it's not a whining type of thing. I I say this because I'm just trying to bring a taboo topic to the forefront, help out some of my black brothers who have been thinking about this, didn't have a way or an outlet to articulate it or hear someone else speak about it. So then they could have somebody in their corner because, again, everybody's not in that 10%. Everybody's not in that 10%. And it's some brothers who are just, their whole life they've had to go through the whole, you know, just really feel bad about themselves or really feel low because penis envy, that's one thing. And this will also be a... Um, future podcast penis envy is real and if you don't know what penis envy is it is when so women have penis envy because they don't have a penis and they have that envy because the penis penetrates the vagina the man fucks the woman to be graphic and so in that there is a certain amount of power because the man is putting something in the woman to get her pregnant the man is putting it it is a power struggle it is that sort of thing who who is the person on top? Who is the person who has the key? The man unlocks the woman's key. Or the man unlocks the woman's lock with his key. So there's the penis envy from the woman, but then there's also penis envy within the male community as far as size. Men are very insecure about their penis size. Let me say that again. Men are very insecure about their penis size. They are. Even if they're packing. I, I was talking to a friend about this weeks ago. Even if they're packing. If they are nine inches. And girthy. They should be on top of the world. Nothing should stop them. Just walking around. For no reason in gray sweatpants. But they will still. Be jealous. If they find out that their ex was sleeping with a guy who was ten inches. It will drive them mad. Mad, I tell you. And they're like, what? You're nine inches. You know, you're, you know, you're like in the top 3%. What are you doing? Nope, not good enough. I got to be better than him. I got to be bigger than him. That is the way it is in the male community. And I don't want to put too much time on that because that's going to be another podcast. But the penis envy is real. So because the penis is envy, because the penis envy is real within the male community, it's that much pressure that's put on the black men because we are supposed to be the highest, the biggest, the strongest, the longest of the penises and to be the greatest at this thing we call sex. So that envy is so strong. And for that, there is a lot of pressure. So, for instance, let's say if I'm dating a girl who is not black. And her ex that she dated was not black. Her ex was Hispanic. And this Hispanic dude happened to fall in that 10%. So now her expectation is because, and she's never messed with a black dude. She never dated a black dude. Her expectation now is that I will not only be as big as her ex, but bigger and better. I just want to repeat that. The expectation for me will be to be bigger and better. And I just said this dude is in the 10%. 10%. And my expectation is to be bigger and better. So I got to perform better. I mean, how do we know this dude wasn't a junior porn star? Like for real. There's other races that do porn that are packing. So it's like, how do we not know? But the expectation is that I'm supposed to be bigger and better. I don't forget one time I was at a pool party. It was a girl. She was kind of eyeing me. Um, she wasn't cute. Uh, she kept flirting with me and stuff like that. And uh, she was complaining about her boyfriend and how he was very small, like tiny. In that she couldn't even be on top. That's how tiny she was. I know this sounds horrible. Like you can't be on top. That's insane. But she said it was tiny. 
And when she said that, and I was like, really? Because I'd never heard anybody say that. When she said it, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, that's, I didn't really know what to say. But I was like, damn, that's really small. She was like, yeah, you could talk. You're like 10 inches. And I was like, wait, what? She just threw the number 10 out. Like, 10. She threw the number 10 out that I would be in the point zero one percent of the world that was her expectation now mind you i'm not like six something and man no i'm only five nine i'm not like six three two fifty looking like shaq's you know third son i'm not like that you know i'm not big and tall like that so for her to just throw out the 10 number I, was, I almost I almost choked on my damn pina colada. It's like, wait, what? Now, you don't want to be like, nah, girl, I ain't that big. You're like, no, you don't want to do that. Sometimes the mystery is better to perpetuate. But 10 inches? 10 inches is what you start off. You didn't even say 8 or 9 or 7. No, 10. That's what she started with. See, I, just, I, you know, I was just laughing with her and laughed it off. But I was like, what in the fuck? 10 inches. Just in case people don't understand what a ruler is. If you're 10 inches, you're a couple inches away from a foot. Now, there are some people who are packing. There are brothers who are packing 12 inches. God has blessed them with that gift. Hopefully, the girlfriend that they have, their vagina can take that. Because from mostly from what I've heard, it doesn't feel good. And what's crazy is through studies and through statistics... Women have said that their perfect size penis for pleasurable sex is between 6.1 and 6.3 inches. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? But again, that's that's a little bit later down the line. So I'm just I just wanted to bring some light to it because it just it baffles me that nobody has talked about this because I've talked to other black dudes. Talk to other black dudes. And we've had these conversations. I'm like, how come no one's going public with this? How come no one's bringing this to light? And just the behavior from women in their expectations. Like, I'll ask women about their ex-partners and so on and so forth. And, you know, just their expectations. It's just insane. This is insanely high expectations. Like, women don't have to deal with this. There's no... Think about it. What expectation is from a woman? Sex-wise, physically, none like that. No gen, no race of woman has any sort of pressure sexually as far as, oh, uh, Asian women are supposed to have this. No, none. I mean, Asian women have the stereotype of, you know, having very small vaginas and so on and so forth. But it's not like it, like, haunts them. It's not like that's throughout, like... That's not one of those things where it's like a heavy thing. Like they're not stereotyped to be great performers. Like if their vagina is not extremely small, because think about it, something being extremely small and or tight, that actually wouldn't be good sexually. So if they don't have that and it's regular, that works. If they do, it's a problem. So the thing that is supposed to be good for them is not really great and you know that's that's rich people problems at that point for a woman to be honest with you so that doesn't equate but think about it throughout other races in the female gender what physical expectations are there there are none for the vagina absolutely none absolutely none far as tightness far as wetness far anything there is no expectation so I'm going to give you some time to think about this. Talk with your friends, you know, compare and contrast. Ask your gay friend, ask your trans friend, whatever. Just ask your friend about the pressure. Who has the most pressure? Who's under the most pressure when it comes to sex? I guarantee you they'll say black men. I guarantee this is the this is my daily podcast challenge to you to go out and ask some people. I always say ask 10 people just so you can get a hard percentage. Ask 10 people. Don't ask people who you know 
will help your answer. Don't ask the exceptions to the rules. Ask 10 people who you really have no idea what they're going to answer. Ask them who has the most pressure when it comes to sex. I guarantee they're going to say black men. Just give them some time. Don't feed them. Don't lead them. Anything. Give them a couple seconds. Say, I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about it. And then get their answer. As far as this percentage, I'm going to go at least, at least 80%. Maybe even, I would say 90 to 100%. I'm that confident. But I think a lot of people will be thrown off that I don't know. And depending on who you ask, you know what? I'm going to go with 90. I'm going to go with 90. I would go with 100, but some of y'all, some of y'all be away from so many black people and don't hang around black people that the thought of bringing the black person in the conversation just would be so far out. So I'm going to say 90%. You ask 10 of your friends, 10 of your friends, nine out of 10 of them will say that black men have the most pressure when it comes to sex. All right. So I hope you learned something. I hope you gained some knowledge. Gain some perspective. I know there's a lot of black men right now who are like, whew, thank God. Hey, I got y'all. The fist is in the air. I told you I got, I would bring this to light because this is something that has been going on way too much. Like, let's, women, let's, I'm not saying lower the standard, but lower the fucking standard. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, all of a sudden, like, we got to do all this and you don't have no expectations and we got to be this and do it. No. Let us be on the same playing field expectation-wise as everybody else. Stop me. Stop putting us where we have to be porn stars, and this is a consistent thing. Maybe that's why when you are sleeping with certain black men, they're not really trying to do too much because they're not trying to have high. They're not trying to throw that high expectation. So you expect this type of sex all the time. You're over here expecting porn star sex. This dude just wants to have sex for like two minutes. It's like, come on, how that work? Now he has to go ahead and perform like he's in fucking Silicon or not Silicon Valley in the fucking valley, you know, doing fucking Pornhub videos every time that he fucking fucks you. Come on. Can he just have some regular sex where he doesn't have to do that much work? My goodness. And women are really bad about, you know, their facial expressions and. If you are not packing, if you are not doing great, some women are really bad at that. I will say, I don't know about all, but some women are really bad at that. But the expectation is that we are a magnum wearing community. That's the expectation. It is. Which is tough. First off, a lot of people wear magnums who don't fit magnums. Magnums are pretty big. They're pretty big. So you could fit a magnum, but can you? fill out a magnum there's a difference and a lot of women who are listening to this right now know the difference you could fit a magnum but to fill out a magnum you are like in the top five percent like to fill it out where there's not a lot of extra stuff going and again i'm not saying this to knock on some dudes who are wearing magnums who know what i'm talking about you could still be packing and fit a magnum but not fill a magnum. Filling is very different. Filling is the difference from the 10 to the 5%. We have to start being honest with ourselves because remember, you got to show the goods at some point perform. So might as well not lie. But anyway, that's going to be a future podcast. But uh, thank you for being with me today in that friend podcast. I hope you liked it. I hope you learned some stuff. Um, if you were grossed out by the podcast, I would say I'm sorry, but I'm really not. I already told you it was going to be explicit. It's going to be kind of in your face, give you some knowledge on some stuff, sort of change your per perception and perspective on a lot of things that go on in society. And, you know, yeah, it'll give you some fun stuff to talk about. Hopefully I was able to entertain you for the time that we had together. If not, and you're like, this is the last time I'm going to listen to the podcast. You know what? You can go to hell. That's what you can do. This is your last time listening to the podcast. Let me talk my shit now. You can go to hell. Um, yeah. I didn't like you. No way. But 
if you're thinking about returning, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. Share it. Tell all of your friends. Add it with your friends. Put it on your story. You know, the gossip, the cheese made, the 411, all that good stuff. Let some people know about it. Get these conversations going so we can have some truth with some of these taboo subjects. So then we can have a society that is a lot more open to discuss things in a courteous, civil way where we are not fake because fakeness is not the business. Let's not let's 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 stop with that. We've gotten into this social media fake sort of. No, just be real. Just be real. The real ones are the ones that are going to come back and that keep coming back. And y'all, I appreciate y'all. You know, I do. So wherever you are in the 24 hours, whether it's in the morning, the afternoon, the night, the evening, so on and so forth. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for your time. Hope you learned some stuff. Hope you liked it. And like always, blah.